bang bong. This is not UK, this is Australia. Welcome to Fun Untitled, where we serve every podcast with an F you. Boy, you really missed that song, huh? <laughs> it was just so much of a better bop than what we got in episode 3 of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, where they did a musical challenge. Hi, I'm Annie, and my butt hurts. And I'm Minty, how you didn't introduce me? You said Anne. Uh, I was just, you know, the name Annie, Anne. I just say Anne a lot. Also, Big Bang Bong was a lot better, or UK Hun was a lot better than even the US songs. I don't even know any of those songs. Well, that's because the US, it was season 13. They didn't have to establish their season with a catchy tune. We also don't have Eurovision. Oh yeah. And okay, overall this episode, I could have done without. This is a very boring episode. You know it's a boring episode if what they put in the trailer for this episode was a giant misdirection. It meant nothing. A psych. So basically the queens did a mini challenge. They're quick drag to be lifeguards and go slow-mo as rescuing someone. You know, the whole Baywatch thing. Which is weird because that's such an American reference. But I guess Australia has beaches. Maybe it was at an Australian beach. It could be. I don't know if Pamela Anderson was allowed there. The only thing we know about that movie. At one is TV show. Two, I think David Hasselhoff was also on it. Was it a TV show? Yeah. How do you know this? Everyone knows this. No, I don't think so. So, Scarlet won along with... Yeah, Scarlet Adam and Electra Shock won. See, I knew who won. I just didn't know their names. <laughs> it was just very crude humor, so I, I couldn't even tell who should have won. Yeah, Electra Shock did the whole um red sunburn pube hair. And I don't even know what Scarlet Adams did. I actually like Maxi Shield. Holding like her little shoes as she runs. <laughs> like like <laughs> she does not belong. Man, Electra Shock. The only thing you can do good is mini challenges. Also, they show a lot of titties. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was I think Scarlett was the one who had her tits completely out. Yeah. Gross. So, because they won, they won really stupid prizes, but more than UK ever did. <laughs> and then they got to pick their teams, and then they had to do like a music video showdown. Oh, like or like a girl group. Yeah, dance thing. Yeah. On the left, we have the Outback Vacos. Starring Scarlett Adams, Accepta Accepta, Coco Jumbo, and Anita Wiglet. And on the right, we have the Three and a Half Men. Featuring Electra Shock, Karen from Finance, Kitamine, and Maxi Shield. I like how Scarlett was like, I'm gonna split up Kitamine and Anita, and then Confessionals. I just didn't want Maxi Shield. Which I don't know why, because Maxi seems. Well, I guess Maxi can't dance. I get Maxi confused with Karen. Only, oh. when only in drag, though. When they're out of drag, I can tell difference. Maxie's a lot shorter. I don't know what to tell you. And she's a lot less funny. <laughs> and yeah, they had to make their own verse for the song and none of them was really good. They were okay for the most part. I thought it was kind of sad because like Scarlett's team was very disconjointed because etc. and Scarlett kept kind of fighting for the leadership role. While Electra's group really like jived with each other and they kind of knew what they wanted to do and they just let Electra, you know, be the leader. But, you know, you find out during the performance that Scarlett Adams really knew what she was doing. She understood that the challenge was for them to be a girl group that worked together. You know, K-pop. Yeah. While Electra really did dance her ass off and take over the whole show and just, like, didn't really get what the challenge was. It was hard because Scarlett Adams has already established herself as a strong contender. Meanwhile, Electric Shock was on the bottom the first week and she had to, like, fight for a place to be here. Yeah, I don't know if I said this last episode, but I do think Electric Shock should be the next one out. I don't think 
think her drag is really that basic, but I do think it really isn't as elevated as the other queens, and I don't like how she does her makeup. Her eyes make her look very raccoony. I'm hoping, like, so in this episode, we find out that her drag is quote-unquote basic because somehow she lost everything. She lost her house, she lost all her possessions, and then she lost her dance studio. Yeah, she couldn't go back to work, so then she just works for Kita and Anita. We weren't paying attention, and the source we watched it doesn't allow us to rewind, so... Wasn't worth it. Yeah. And it's just kind of disappointing to me that they keep shitting on Electroshock's drag for being really basic because they try to say that, oh, you don't have to have money to enter Drag Race. And then this happens. No, you def... When season 13 came out, there were articles coming out on, like, how much drag queens is costing them to go on the show, but, you know, it's always like, oh, but it's worth it even just to have the exposure, just to, like, get the gigs and whatnot, because you'll make it back. I mean, like, Evie Oddly is the pure example of, like, not having much money and going into drag. All outfits of her season probably cost as much as, like, one of Got Mix outfits. <laughs> Got Mix LeMay was, like, 65000 Oh my god! I, how? how? something like that, yeah. But, you know, Electric Shock seems like a strong contender, so it's just very disappointing to me that her fashion is really dragging her down. So I'm hoping if there was ever, like, a ball where they had to all make it from scratch, she'll do better. Are you foreshadowing the next episode? Maybe. No. <laughs> so yeah, so of course the Outback Bakos won. I don't like the challenges where the queens have to make the choreography because they're usually not very good and this was no exception to that rule. Scarlet was interesting, her team, because Scarlet and etc. was carrying the team because during their portion, they danced and during Anita and Coco. Coco's part, like they Can danced behind them. Can you not read my handwriting? It looks like Cole, Coleslaw. Well, who could it be? <laughs> I have a very hard time memorizing the Australian names. The UK was easy. US is whatever. How is the, this is why you should be watching the Meet the Queens with me. <laughs> 30 minutes of them stroking their egos. Down Under was really short. And then meanwhile in um Three and a Half Men, my god, when Maxie shielded on the ground, I was like, bitch, they can't see you. <laughs> this is a stage. Electra like was helping her up and I'm like, Electra, you can't carry her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Electra did that twice. She helped the queens up and I was like, Electra, what are you doing? I did like Electra's look then, but let's not talk about their looks then. Look at the Bogan prom realness. Bogan is like a redneck of Australia. I had an Australian friend that used to call me a bogan a lot. Oh. I don't think I, it was in a mean way. We're not friends anymore. Well, okay, who's that girl who said to Valentina, like, you don't love me? Pheromone. Yeah, I'm Pheromone. She's Valentina. <laughs> so she's often better things. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, the bogan prom. Well, maybe she won't get abandoned at prom. Wow. I know. Jesus. <laughs> Do the first one. I need a moment. <laughs> So etc etc basically came on a blonde wig and a pink tracksuit and I was like, I don't know what bogan or prom means if this is what you're wearing. This is an Australian culture where these women came out in tracksuits and fanny packs. And I guess that was the realness for them. Yes. It was just eh. Coco Jumbo came out in a short purple dress and she had leaves all over it. I guess to imply that she had sex in the bushes. But it was... The story wasn't very clear and the dress was 
way too simple. Okay, you cannot come out as a grape and then covered like with bush leaves and be like, oh yeah, I had sex in the bush. No, bitch, it looks like you just have a messy grape dress. That's what I thought too. I thought yeah. she was a grape before she started sharing her story and I was like, you do realize camp doesn't need words for, you know, yeah. to tell the story. But So that was junk. There's so many things you could do to imply you just had sex. That was not it. Yeah, like ruin your makeup, ruin the hair. Because the hair was basically fine, just having like vines in it. If you want to go campy, you could just put like your panties around your heel. Or something. Anita Wiglet came out in like a very long, skinny, I feel like an 80s kind of dress. I thought it was pretty. I didn't think it was bogan. I didn't think it was elevated. That, okay, that too. Like, that's a nice dress you can wear every day. That's not a dress you wear in drag. I still won't laugh and I'm not very disappointed with Australian <laughs> outfits. There's not many I liked here. Then Scarlett Adams came out. Hers was not bad. She, her dress was very silver, very metallic. Maybe that's Lemay. And she had like like a wine bag. bag and a, I don't know why there was a top hat on it and a cigarette drip necklace. I thought it was okay. It was whatever. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, it was the best of the crap. I liked her hair. Yeah, it was nice. Then Electra Shock came out and she was the gold dress. And it was very ruffly and then there was like black like under ruffles and knee boots. Am I the only bitch who thought Electra and Scarlet looked really similar? They kind of did. And I actually did like Electra's look. And then her like smoky-eyed raccoon makeup kind of worked for this makeup look. Yeah, because you're supposed to look like a train wreck. Yeah. But no one else liked it apparently, so whatever. I don't know what the judges are looking for. I feel like I said this before in another Australian episode. Yeah. I also did like Kitamine's outfit. It was very like neon yellow with like black stripes all over. But apparently that does not go with the theme of Bogan. Anita Wiglin and Kitamine, the duo who didn't understand the prompt. They only had each other to know. <laughs> <laughs> But that was cute. It was more punky though. Yeah. And then you have Maxi Shield who came out in gold tights and a colorful jacket. Very 80s again. Yeah, it kind of looked like Elliot with two T's entrance look. Oh yeah, it did. Except with gold. That was ugly. Yeah. I, I have no idea what the fuck that was. And then you had Karen from Finance who, okay, again, kind of came out the same thing as Maxi IMO. She had these huge ruffles. Kind of looked like Rose's ruffle look. Yeah. So it was like on like the seam lines. It looked like a mess to me. It was a mess. Maxie and Cameron was both kind of a mess. Yeah, they were very ugly. Ugh. And then on the bottom, we had Coco Jumbo versus Electra Shock, which was really no shock to me. <laughs> I'm just so sad because the way Australia edits the shows, they give a weird storyline to them now. Like, I don't know if they try to do this in every episode and it just doesn't work out. Like, in this one, you have Coco Jumbo being like, sorry, sorry when I sing, I'm too pitchy. And Michelle Vassar being like, oh, you don't have to be sorry. See, you're not used to being wrong. You're used to taking blame when other people are wrong. One, that's a strong moment. Two, I don't know if that's a story. I think it's a story that she failed to um, expand on. Well, I mean, she left. <laughs> she could not shake her groove thing. Shake her groove thing. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole electroshock losing everything. I don't know. Sometimes it's just... That's just when the, the story appears, right? I learned this from Total Drama Island. If your character is gonna get out that episode, you put all the confessionals that you can of them. Oh yeah, they did that for Top Chef too. <laughs> I was like, I am seeing a lot of this bitch. Oh shit. She doesn't know how to cook Chinese food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I was gonna talk more about Top Chef, but... <laughs> because I'm so... This podcast is 
so boring. I mean, the song was cute, but otherwise, I just like didn't care for it. So the next episode, oh, here's the foreshadowing, y'all. Coming spool circle. I think they're turning trash into fashion. Oh yeah, like a drag on a dime kind of thing. Yeah, which is the first episode I ever saw of Drag Race. For season 10. Or 11. No, it was 10. That oh. wasn't the first episode of season 10. Yeah, that's how Miss Vanjie got out with her Barbie dress. Miss Vanjie. Oh my. Oh, you're right. I'm thinking of season 11. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a surprise, which might just be another fake out like how it was in this episode where they were like, oh, Scarlet and Electra's gonna fight. And then they had Ketamine's confession, I think, about like, ooh, I do not want to be on a team with most of them. <laughs> and then it was just all just a fake out. And yeah. so something popped out and I think it's gonna be Art Simone because she's too popular to get out in the second episode. No, it's just gonna be the guest judge because none of the other judges were their live person but you could see that this guy was. Well, we'll see. Mark it down now y'all. If I'm right, you have to hit the like and subscribe. If Minty is right, you have to hit the subscribe and like. <laughs> Alright, bye!